I I caught it once, just real quick to mention while I was watching. Because again, I watched. I'm I'm watching the um the subbed yeah. version of it. But I think I think it was just like one little mess up. But there was a point where they referred to launch as lunch. Hmm. Like in the subtitle, like maybe yeah, yeah. They called her. Call, they called her lunch. So I'm like, I'm thinking it was just like a slip up. But I just thought that was funny. I was like, I was like, because I was like, like did I just not pay attention and they did that the whole episode? But then later on, they called her launch again. I'm like it had to just be that one time. Yeah, they must have just messed it up somehow. I mean, I'm looking over like the trivia and stuff, and I don't really see anything. Yeah, because that. that that trivia is so reliable. Well, well, the the dates are not reliable. The trivia, yeah, that trivia is so fucking reliable. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's kind of like a not a, a eventful episode, which is funny because it's like I was I was gonna be like, oh, but this is like the introduction of a super important character, but then in hindsight, I she really fucking isn't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I well, I'm trying to really think is she, is she even really in the context of Dragon Ball? Because I'm trying to think further ahead if she's in any major plot beats. She's in a bunch of stuff. Like, like, I mean, no, well, I'm like, I'm like, she, like, like, she's, I'm like, she's there. Yeah, yeah, she's, launches there. But then other than, like, the stuff with Tien, is she just, like, isn't she just, like, comic relief at that point? Probably. I really don't remember too well, to be honest. I, I can't remember that far, at, like, I'm trying to think of, like, that far ahead. And I just, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> It was, a, it was a pretty good. I mean, I, I I didn't. I liked it better than the last episode. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely. There's I'll, more going on. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna. I'll be. I'll be honest with you. I got a lot of thoughts here. I'm gonna be bouncing around. So you know, people right. are looking for continuity. People are looking for continuity. Well, Whoa. you're in the wrong place. But <laughs> um, what? What I thought was weird, and I just want to, because cause it's, it's fresh in my mind after just watching the episode, and it's like the last scene of the episode. So, you know when they're like, they're flying, and like, okay, so yeah, it start, so really, really everything's just a build up to just seeing Launch, like, do her little transformation thing, like the first, like, ten minutes of the episode. Okay. Like, she's in the bar and shit. Like, it, that's all inconsequential shit with, like, the bounty hunter guys. Like, oh, I'm gonna capture her. And, and she just fucks them all up. <laughs> but then she, on her own, robs a train. <laughs> yeah, I, I was wondering if there were any differences with that. Because when I, like, when it started for these dub version, like, you know, the bar, the, not the bar, the cowboy ends up saying, like, um, that launch looked like somebody that he uh he he used to be in love with or something like that one yeah you know he says that he says that in the sub too yeah he says oh, that okay in the sub too yeah um yeah i got like that that shit like it, it's like i get it it's like yeah it's just it's a it's it, i thought it was just a nice way to go oh and she sneezes she uh she changes her hair color and uh you know women right <laughs> but seriously um <laughs> But seriously, yeah, no, I thought it was a good little intro, and I, I don't know, I've always, I always liked Launch as a character. I thought she was funny. Yeah, but, I, I always, I always appreciate it. Yeah, and like, but yeah, so she like after all that shit with the bar, she like goes and robs a train on her own. Pretty badass. She shoots that. Shit. She just has a rocket launcher and uh, <laughs> shoots the train. Yeah, she's kind of wild. So basically, at the bar, there's like this. There's a she. You see a. A poster that has a bounty out for her for like two million, looked like dollars. I don't oh, think they had like the yen million, sign or anything. Two million wulongs. Well, t- yeah, two million, and then like wait, wait, what is it? In, what is it in Cowboy Bebop? It's like double dollars or some shit like that. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. <laughs> whatever that is, whatever that currency is. <laughs> but there was that. Then there was like the cowboy that said he would never get a. He would never get surprised by a girl, and he was going to take her down. Ends up buying her a drink, and then she sneezes. And then she just beats the life out of pretty much everybody in the bar. She and then decides the bar. To, yeah, then it's decides like, to go rob a train. It's like, it, it's reminiscent of, you ever see, you ever see the movie Desperado? Yeah. With Antonio Banderas. I'm like kind of reminded of that. 
if they gave her a guitar case that had a machine gun in it, that'd be so badass. Like, she walks into the bar with her blue hair as Steve Buscemi's character. And then she sneezes and turns into the Desperado, Antonio Banderas, and murders everyone in the bar. I mean, launch is great, but that'd be way better. She just starts doing mariachi and singing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can, I can, oh my god, I can only imagine what Akira Toriyama would have drawn to... Because I, I, I know what Akira Toriyama thinks black people look like. <laughs> yeah, we all know and that. It's not flattering. <laughs> it's hella racist. <laughs> so I can only imagine what a a a, a Mexican character would look like. <laughs> I now that we're on Desperado though, I mean an anime would actually be pretty fire for that for that whole story. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> like there's there's like uh, uh, what you call it? Cowboy Bebop references it. In yeah, that, I don't uh, even remember. That that it's like one of the like it's not a direct reference. It's like one of the earlier episodes where like fuck it's like it might be like the first or second one. It's like before they meet Faye Valentine, Spike's going after this dude who like shoots this like fucking steroid shit into his eye. Yes, yeah, I know. And exactly like the, what you're the, about. like his girlfriend's got the stuff hidden, so it looks like she's pregnant, but it's just the drugs. Yeah, and that's where they first yeah they the they dog. make like a lot of like little references to. Desperado in that movie, but nothing like nothing as overt as that. Okay, but they do it all the time with their bar shootout scenes in in fucking Cowboy Bebop. They make they make reference to it. Not bad. I bring it up just because I I literally watched Desperado the other day, mm. and I love that movie. That. that should be a podcast. We should do a podcast about so those, those three movies. But <laughs> <laughs> get back on track. Yeah, to get back on track. The interesting thing is, Launch basically has like a split personality disorder that only activates when she sneezes. So normally she has like purplish blue hair. Go Super Saiyan first, canon. So you're saying, well, so <laughs> then Launch technically has a second transformation because Master Roshi transforms into his buff guy, and now Launch is our second transformation, technically. Yeah, no, launch, launch first Super Saiyan, confirmed. She, she sneezes, turns blonde, her power level raises exponentially. She just has an affinity for assault rifles. For, for violence. <laughs> but, so, the, the, what I, what I was, what I was trying to get to, which I kind of went off on time at Desperado <laughs> was, so when Krillin and Goku are rolling up, and they hear Launch is in trouble because, like, the police are, like, got her cornered now. And she turned back to, like, her more docile self. Yeah. There, There's a point where Krillin's, like, and and I know, like, I was, like, people, I'm sure that people are, like, oh, Krillin's a bitch. But I, I get it. This is before everybody's all super strong and shit. And Krillin's a little boy, and he's, like, oh, I don't want to fuck with these guys. They got guns. I get yeah. that. I get that attitude because, like, like, because. Like we know Goku's fucking like bulletproof. We've seen him. We've already seen him get shot. But like Krillin's a normal dude. Yes, this, so this I, is like where they really start showing the difference again. Like obviously they didn't have it planned out that he's an I'm, alien or yeah, whatever. I'm not but... even talking about like him being an alien. Like you just you saw like Goku's already been shot several times. Yeah, and it does nothing to him. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does nothing. So like. It's established Goku. Goku, like, it's established Goku's not a human just from the fucking tail. Yeah, exactly. But this is also a world where later on you'll see in Dragon Ball that their president is a is a is a dog man. True. The president of Earth is a dog man. Yeah. So but somehow they're like emperors and kings. Yeah, and like and there's a lot going on in the dragon. It's very. Uh, okay, here, here, here we go. Spoilers: that Dragon Quest and Dragon Ball take place in the same world. But okay, but if you don't I'm know not, now. You know. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna deep dive in like that. That's just some shit I made up. Don't don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't at me. Fuck you. <laughs> but um, but so yeah. So I was I was fine with Krillin being like, ah, fuck this. I don't want to go fight these guys. You know, one one thing I do want to touch on though, um, before like right before this that scene happened where they. They come across Launch because Goku heard Launch screaming for help. Um, before that, there was a scene where uh, Krillin and Goku talk about like 
the differences in boys and girls. And meanwhile, Krillin's peeing on a frog. And yeah. then they end up talking about this. Like, I'm like, what was the point of having Krillin pee on a frog? And then you kind of see it like, this man shouldn't be allowed on the Flying Nimbus because he's clearly well, well, not. Oh, well, no, no, not. no. He he literally holds on to Goku. Yeah. Okay. That like that's he, backpack, was... he like he like backpacks on Goku because when you see them jump off before, when Goku jumps off, Krillin was already like latched onto him. I didn't pay that much attention to yeah, him. Yeah, like, jumped like, off because like when they land to fight the cops, which well we'll get to that. <laughs> like Krillin is like backpacking on Goku. Like, he's holding on for dear life. Yeah, that's, so, yeah. that's what it looked like. Like, he yeah, had so to hold Krillin, on to him. Krillin's definitely holding on to him. I just love that, like, like, Krillin's, like, Goku's like, oh, Krillin, I'm so jealous. You can just tell boys and girls apart without patting their crotches. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm just like all right, I, I I get it. I get it. He He's, uh, he's grown in the woods. But, like, Saiyans, and, and again, this is jumping ahead, but again, before she probably thought of this, Saiyans have, there's, there's, there's girl Saiyans. That, like, that's, that's, you could differentiate between, like, like, if yeah. this kid was just growing up in the woods, he, he's probably better, a better judge of just a person just on natural instincts. Like, hmm. for, for sure. It, it seems like, Grandpa like, Gohan get, never had that talk with him about the birds. Yeah, and bees, like, I know? get there's more feminine-looking men and more masculine-looking women. But if this kid's supposed to be, like, feral, you would think he's, like, he's on it. He would just know. Yeah, no. He's not. He's, like, he's not on it. it but what I it, wanted to say about that whole scene, too, is, like, it's so weird because Goku, like, like you said, he says that he has to touch women. Or not touch women, but touch people to know if they're a boy or a girl. And I'm like, this whole scene, this whole interaction, if this was aired, like, today, like, just released for the first time today, it would mostly, like, the show would be canceled already. This is this is actually a, a look into how Akira Toriyama actually socializes with people, and this is him trying to get it out there, and people being like, oh, yeah, that's normal. Akira Toriyama just whips his dick out and pees where he wants and just pats random people on the crotch. <laughs> yes. That is that is what he's like at every that, social that, event. That is, that is so. This is him just trying to get it out there before he like gets it out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's trying to normalize it before he be uh for the big stage. Yes, sir. Okay, so like I was saying though, so Krillin was like, he was like, oh, I want to, I want to get shot. Fair yeah. enough. Totally agree with that. I'm like, no, fair enough. But you know, Goku goes down there, just fuck, beats up the police. Goku goes down there and fucks up the cops. Yeah, literally two cops. Who who, who weren't like like this was this was funny too because like these ain't like crooked cops or anything. These are cops who are like completely one hundred percent in the right. Yes, <laughs> this chick just fucking blows up a train and robs it. These fucking, oh. these fucking dudes are completely like, no, this is this is it. This is what needs to be happening right now. Well, that was the other thing. She shoots like a bazooka, right? But it came out like an energy attack, you know, like, like oh, a little Kamehameha yeah. ball. Then it doesn't damage the train. It, like, stopped it from moving forward more, kind of. Then it, it like, crashed. It, it, it took it, it, like, knocked it off the track. Yeah. It didn't, it, it didn't blow it up. It just kind of pushed it off the tracks. Which was weird, and they didn't explain any of that, but I was like, okay. That, that something like that, I just chalk up to it's a fucking cartoon. Yeah, you know what I mean. I just chalk that up to it's a fucking cartoon. There are some things that I think people just need. There are more people to chalk things up to go, and it's just a cartoon. It's just a movie. No, of actually, course. Actually, actually, I have. I when we finish talking about the episode, I have a random thing to bring up about just talking about it's just a movie. <laughs> but we'll get to that. But. So I just want to say later on. So I'm just going to jump really quick to the end of the episode. We'll come back. But at the end, launch changes back in front of Krillin, Roshi, and Goku. Yes. And she fucking opens up on him with a gun. And that like, came out of nowhere. And did, I, I'm again, just, like I, I chalked that <laughs> shit up to she's got it in her fucking. I don't know. She hides it up her ass or something, prison style. I don't know. GTA. But, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure she. I mean, I'm sure she's done time. Sure, she's done time knocking robbing trains and shit. But um she hits them. She hits Krillin. 
Yes. And he's fine. <laughs> she hit all of them, actually. And left yeah, and, and so I, I, I expect Goku to be fine. It's already established. Goku's fucking bulletproof. Well, apparently Master Roshi and Krillin are, too, though. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like is, is she just shooting BBs? Or are, like, were you just now saying guns don't, guns don't, guns don't kill people? <laughs> <laughs> not in this world. Well, if, I'm, if, I'm if it's not that a up, laser beam coming out of your hands, it's not going to hurt you. Don't worry. Well, I'm talking that up to Master Roshi's done been training for so long. I can, know, okay, I can life. see Roshi because Roshi's already kind of like trained up. But again, Krillin has already been like, I don't I, I know guns will kill me. I don't want to go fuck with those cops with the guns. Yes, but it's see. But did, Krillin did. I believe. If I'm correct, Krillin trained under someone else before coming to Master Roshi. He trains with those fucking like because you meet him like later. Monks. You meet him, you yeah. You meet the two like guys who would bully him later in the first tournament. Yes, arc. yes. Yeah, they're like they're dickheads, and you meet them later. But they suck. Like they're not like the kind of martial artists where I'm like these motherfuckers to just block bullets. Yeah, but I I would say Krillin's the kind of person. Krillin would be the kind of person to train. Even when no one's around. Because he, he left. And it seems like he was still training his whole way to Master Roshi. And then, like, the, at this whole point in time, Krillin... Well, for the future episodes that are coming up that you guys are going to hear about. Krillin and, and Goku are kind of, like, equal, almost, at power levels, like, wise. Yeah, the only, the only thing I just... Because, like... The only thing I have with, like, Quillen's prior training is, and again, this might not work because I'm going to pull some shit from Dragon Ball Z here to, to reference this. So, let's, like, okay, the World Harmon arc in Dragon Ball Z. At this point, everybody, everyone who can go Super Saiyan has gotten fucking at least first form Super Saiyan at this point, right? Yeah. Right? Just to establish where we're at power level-wise in this universe. So when all of these guys, all Goku and the gang, cut out and stop doing these tournaments, Hercule is the champion. Yeah, because there's no real contender. Yeah, yeah, but Hercule, outside of like these crazy key fucking guys, like like Krillin and shit, like Earthlings who can use key and stuff, Hercule is considered a legit martial artist. Yes. Yeah. I would say. So that's that's the the top rung without the the Z, the, the the Z fighters, correct? He's he's the like the the level, right? For all normal humans, yeah, I think Hercule would be the strongest, but technically even in Dragon Ball Z and Super Krillin is the strongest human being on the planet. No, I I'm talking like I'm no, I'm just talking like he's the gold standard for people who don't know about like harnessing key energy and yes, shit. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we're like a normal fucking dude, like who would go to any like real life like fucking karate dojo in the real world. That's like he's the gold standard. And, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Because like I I remember like if you look at like like supplementary shit for Dragon Ball Z, there's like references. I think one of the Legacy of Goku games talk about it. Like Hercule has actually fought and beaten people. He didn't become like this sniveling piece of shit until. After what he saw at the Cell Games. Which, I mean, this is definitely a conversation for another time. This whole Hercule tangent. Right, right. But this, I just, this is... While it's in my head, I want to throw it out there that you think after seeing what happened with Boo and everybody, you think Hercule would use his talents to learn how to master key, or at least to try to fly something, you know? Nah, fuck he never that. Hercule, Hercule's in it for the money. A hundred percent. Yeah, I I'm gonna fault Hercule. Hercule is actually one of my favorite characters. Oh god, I fucking, I've I fucking him. I I think Hercule's fucking hilarious because he reminds me of a pro wrestler. And and if anyone listens is like into pro wrestling and you go on Twitter and you hear pro wrestlers like talk in their like real life, they're the fucking whiniest bunch of fucking shitheads ever. Yeah. So I just like I'm like he is that he is that because I wish that real pro wrestler would look at this and go oh I wonder if I'm that much of a whiny shithead in real life they're all whiny shitheads 
Wow. But 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 that's a whole other conversation yeah, that I'm not gonna get a, into here. But what I was saying is so like Hercules is like the gold standard of like non key trained people, right? In Dragon Ball Z, yeah. In, yeah. in Dragon Ball Z. Like fuck he he can like he can throw down with fucking regular dudes. I would say he's Hercule is not bulletproof. No, definitely not. I don't think he ever actually got shot. These fools that Krillin was training with, because you meet them. These guys who used to be stronger than Krillin. That's why he leaves the temple. They would fucking whip Krillin's ass. Mm. They suck. <laughs> yeah, they do. So I, I don't think Krillin is like learning anything. Because who the fuck's teaching him to block bullets with his skin in this meantime? True, true. So I'm just saying, like, I just, I just thought it was like, I'm like, wait a minute, Krillin was all like worried about it before, but now all of a sudden he's like, ah, fuck, I guess I got shot. <laughs> it's called the old plot armor. Yeah, no, that's what it is. It's just <laughs> really powerful plot armor. And you know what? Something they didn't really, they didn't really explain in this episode either is like they come across the launch, they beat up the, well, Goku beats up the cops. Goku beats up cops actually doing their jobs. Yeah, and then like, and then all of a sudden, they're just all on the fly Nimbus going to Master Roshi's place. They didn't even like show or explain how they convinced Launch to just go with them. It was just like Goku beat up the cops. All right, now we're all flying away together. I I kind of I kind of like uh, I I I in my head I chalked that up to like they're out in the middle of nowhere. And Launch is currently not in her super capable badass form. Yeah. So they were like, and and, and they were probably just like, "Hey, lady," because in Goku's mind, because Krillin too at the time thought these guys weren't actually cops. Oh, uh-huh. they thought they yeah, were, cause, they cause at least at least in the in the in the subversion, Krillin's gonna mention it a little later. About oh who who were those guys actually? But we'll get to that. But I, I'm assuming they were just like, hey, do you, do you need a ride out of here? And then they were like, we we could take you someplace safe. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wasn't sure if like in the subversion they touched that on that or not. But I guess it's they, yeah, they don't. That, that, that's yeah, that's just kind of how like in my head I envisioned like that's how that would kind of play out. That's what I was thinking too. Um, so. So basically, then they fly to the island, and then yeah, Goku is calling Master Roshi, and and he won't answer the door. So then Krillin tells him that he's probably using the bathroom, and then Goku's asking like, "Why would he be taking a bath?" Oh no! He, and, oh oh, that's what it says in yours. Yeah, and then Krillin's like, "No no no, he might be using the the bathroom, you know, the toilet." And Goku goes, "Oh, he's taking a poo." He goes, oh, I'll go inside and get him. Oh, see, in the um, in the sub, it, it, it the the gist of it is more or less the same. But uh, Krillin goes, "Oh, he's in the lavatory," and Goku's like, "What's the lavatory? Like, what what is that?" And Krillin kind of like like kind of like whispers to him, "Oh, Goku, it means the bathroom." And Goku goes, "Oh, he's taking a crap." <laughs> So they went a little fans here. Yeah, naming it the lavatory. Yeah, so that that's that's that, that's how that whole conversation goes. Yeah, and then but, Goku ends up opening the door on Master Roshi. Yeah. Master Roshi opens now, it. Now another thing, another little side thing here, I want to talk about with this episode. Now, why Goku's going to get Master Roshi in the house? Yeah, launch and Krillin have a conversation. Yes, this is where and he Krillin asks, asks her launch, about the cops. Who were those cops? Like they all those guys were dressed up like cops. And she goes, "Oh no." She goes, "Oh, I'm being chased." And he's like, "Oh yeah, who were those guys?" And she goes, he goes they, he goes, "They looked like they were dressed up like cops." And she goes, "Oh no, they were cops." Which leads me to believe that both personalities of launch are fully fucking aware that she's committing crimes. Yes, <laughs> yes. I wanted to touch on that from, like, the beginning, but I was like, let me wait till this comes out more naturally. But yes, they're both clearly, <laughs> like, self-aware of each other. And, because even at the at the bar, when the blonde launch came out after she sneezed, 
she said something about uh, the way the Cowboys talked about her and to her. She said something like, I'm no one's sweetheart or something like that. And then just blasted everybody. So, like, they know what's going on. And then and in this moment when Blanche and Crone are talking, um, you know, she reveals that she knows that she robbed a train. And she's holding the bag of money and she tells Crone, probably because the cops were probably chasing me because I have this big bag full of money. Yeah, so so that leads me to believe that the the more innocent and I I use air quotes when I say that the more innocent launch <laughs> is 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 in fact the more conniving launch because uh... she knows damn well what's going on and she's just trying to play like she like at least the crazy launch is straightforward with what's going on. Yeah, yeah, this one's a the nice launch is a lot more sneaky about things. And well, she also asked at the end of this episode if she could hide out at the island until like the heat died down on her, you know? Yeah, so she's like well aware, like she's in trouble with the cops, and I, I got to assume she's definitely aware aware of why she's in trouble with the cops. Oh, definitely, yeah. And then like she obviously has no intention of giving that money back. So because when the police were like, the police were like. Oh, you know what you did? She's like, no, I, of course not. Like, no, uh, she fucking definitely knew. No, what she, she did. Yeah. She was, she was playing, she was playing coy. She was like, oh yeah, no. Uh, Literally reveals it like two minutes later. Oh no, I, I definitely killed those people. <laughs> well, and then there's that whole part where they introduce Master Roshi to launch, and Master Roshi is like instantly in love with her. And then Krillin tells Roshi to, like, convince her to train with them. You know, this way it's like she's more locked in and doesn't leave. Yo. And Master Roshi was all about that idea. Yo, fucking Roshi gives her the uniform. It's just like some fucking, like, like skimpy lingerie. And this this man is so... uh, into getting this story over, he dresses them all up in that shit. Yeah, all four of them dress up in this stuff. Like, oh, we're all wearing this. It's like, fuck, Roshi, there's there's something real dark here. These Two of these people are like nine. Yeah, two of these are children. And you're you're a 60-year-old man. Yep. And, I mean, if, if that's what you gotta do to get, to, to get yourself going, that's fine. But there's a lot of deceit here, Roshi. There's a lot of deceit going on here. And, well, there's, there's like, a point where, like, Launch is talking. She says to Krillin that he should be careful with what he says because her other half doesn't like... She said pig-headed boys. I don't know what she says in sub, but... Um, basically, she she doesn't like... The other one doesn't like smartasses. Or anybody who tries to take advantage of the nice half. And then uh, the episode pretty much just ends with Launch transforming to her bad half. And she shoots up everybody because she was forced to wear this outfit. And she didn't know who did it, so she just shot everybody. Yeah, and then it ends. And then it ends. Yeah, we don't get any insight into uh, what's happening in the next episode. But, like... I mean, let's, I mean, okay, there, like, the episode was fine, I didn't, like, I didn't dislike it, I didn't love it, it was fine, um, it introduces Launch, you know, Launch is, I'm still, I'm still trying to fucking decide if Launch is, like, an ultra-important character, because, like, in just Dragon Ball, because I'm just trying to think forward in, in, to the show, and I just, don't really remember her playing a super impactful role other than being like Tien's love interest and being like like a joke for like Roshi to play off of. Mm-hmm. But um either either way, like literally really, really cuz I I can like I kind of remember like the train like when they okay so they're like i i think in the next episode they finally actually start training uh, i think you're right yeah possibly I, I think but like even then this is like it 
I don't want to say it's these are filler episodes just leading into the first tournament arc. But they're kind of filler episodes leading into the first tournament arc. Yeah, it's all training and stuff. Because after really, like, you could have, like, entered, like, okay, no, because we met Krillin, met Launch. Then you could have just done a quick, like, you could, like, next episode, you do a quick montage blur. Because if I remember correctly, the only real big training thing is, is, like, them doing, like, carrying the milk thing. Hmm. Well, and they. It, they do that. They do like I think they plow a field. Yeah, yeah, like very like well now. like some karate kid type shit. Like, oh, these are chores, but they're actually making you stronger. Like stuff like that. But like you could have just showed a fucking montage and then got into the part where they show up at the world tournament in their little suits. But yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I- I'm just I'm excited to get to the tournament. Yeah, that's what I'm really looking forward to to get to those. Because then once you get to that, then the, I feel like the whole series really picks up after that. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, I uh, after watching it, like I've I've seen the whole thing through twice. I I, I really can't stand peel off. Mm-hmm. Like that whole that whole thing, I just find it stupid. Like ugh. maybe if I like maybe I because I, I feel like maybe like the like the peel off adventure is definitely geared towards a younger audience. Yeah, I'd say it kind of is, and then, um, but, like, it was also just character development, really. Like, this, like, this whole arc right now, like, the saga, really, because they're introducing Krillin, and then you gotta build him up, too. Yeah, yeah, you gotta build Krillin up, but, like, Krillin, like, 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 the episode they introduce Krillin in, right, and you show a little bit of his kind of, like, lecherous and kind of underhanded ways, right? Hmm. But, like, once they show that, you don't really get an answer to that until the tournament arc starts and you meet the two guys who are bullying Krillin. Yeah, so we're kind of, like, a long ways from getting yeah. an explanation as to why he is the way he is. Yeah, don't really... So, yeah, I don't know, the episode, episode was fine. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a filler episode, so there's nothing crazy. Even, like, like I was looking at, like, the uh, differences for this one, like... There's really no, di- like, alright, the only difference is, um, the scenes, any scene that has launch at the saloon, and her robbing the train, that's all exclusive to the anime, so none of that was in the manga. And then, like, the only things that they really changed, um, were, like, the wanted posters. Like, they put, like, a Tori bot in there as one, and gave it akira toriyama's first name and that's really it and this is like the first episode not to show balma in it which is really nothing all that major because this is like what episode 14 hey don't don't you worry that's gonna become a recurring theme throughout the entirety of dragon ball dragon ball z yeah exactly but um yeah i i don't know because i've never read the manga for dragon ball i've only I, i i i only read one manga I've been, I've been wanting to get into some mangas, but... I, I have no desire, otherwise. I only read Berserk. I don't have time. Because Berserk is fucking the best. I fell the off best. Berserk. Oh, I love Berserk. This guy. <laughs> oh, fucking... Oh, oh, I can't... Don't even get me started on Berserk. But, um... But, yeah. So, it was fine. But, now I'm gonna go to my tangent topic here. Because I need to ask you something. Did you see that new Mortal Kombat? Did I see the movie? The new one. No, yeah. no, no? I haven't okay. watched it. I've seen the trailers. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet either. I mean, I wasn't impressed by the trailers. Yeah, I I wasn't really either. And I'm not gonna like like I'm not gonna comment on like the quality because I haven't seen it. But yeah, two I, things. I, I saw what Reptile looked like. Wasn't into that. I didn't. I don't remember. I don't think I saw that. He looks like just an alligator, man. Mm. Like just okay. a lizard. Just a walking lizard. Okay. Um, And then also Johnny Cage is in it. Not in it? He's not in it. That's weird. Like, Johnny Cage is my favorite character. What? <laughs> <laughs> but, so, like, I mentioned it earlier. Like, people, like, taking shit way too seriously. And again, I haven't seen this this yet, and and I think especially it goes into anime too. Like, 
really all forms of media now. At least this is my opinion on it. But like, like, I think I I think so. To start this thing, I think Snyder, the Snyder cut of Justice League has like done irreparable damage to like the enjoyment of media now. Whether or not that shit is any good is not the point. It's that this this fucking guy got the go ahead to release a four hour cut of a not so good movie to justify his not so good movie. And now people are like, oh, you can't have anything now without this this extent of lore building. Like, and so then off of that topic, I would see people talking about like, oh, you can't capture all of these characters in Mortal Kombat in just one movie. And I'm like, well, you can because it's been done. So, well, first of all, first of all, first of all, this is fucking Mortal Kombat. All right. This isn't War and Peace. It's Mortal Kombat. If you played any of the 2000s Mortal Kombat games, Deadly Alliance, Deception, Armageddon, they were shit. If that's the lore you're trying to protect there, it, you fucking kick rocks. Because that those games, the, they had to reset because the shit didn't make sense. Yeah. So don't, but like, it's a, like, like I just think people take this shit way too seriously. No, hundred percent they do. Like just like because like with Dragon Ball, I I can guarantee you, if, like I could I could just make some random point about like Dragon Ball. Well, how I made last episode, I was making points about how like as I'm an adult now, I'm like Dragon Ball Z's fights are not that great. <laughs> and I'm sure someone's somebody if whoever listened to this, I'm sure someone one of the people who listened to this, or even someone out there if they had heard me say that, would be fucking furious. Oh yeah, they, if they're subscribed to this, they are unsubscribing. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, it's a cartoon, man. It's a fucking cartoon. Like, well, it's I, like, oh man, I wish I could remember now. I don't know. There, there's like certain things. Oh, like we like we saw like the old like uh, the new. Or sorry, we saw the new Wonder Woman movie, right? And I don't know if you saw the second one. That came I, out. I didn't see either of them. I'm pretty checked out on superhero movies, to be totally honest with you. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm pretty much there now. It's too but, much, and it's all you ever fucking hear anybody talk about anymore. And I just, well, like you, you see something like that. Like I don't know. When I was little, I, I was telling my girlfriend when I was little, like Wonder Woman had like an invisible like plane thing that she flew around in. Then all of a sudden, in this Wonder Woman movie, she learns and teaches herself how to fly. Okay, to be fair, there are comics, but way before these movies, where she can fly. Like, like also, like if you go back and watch like the uh, Justice League and Justice League United or uh, Ultimate cartoon from like back in the day, like yeah. early two thousand, she could fly in that. Well, my thing is, all right, you got to stick to one concept because in this one wait did she right? have the invisible jet in the movies in this one she gets the invisible jet oh she, she does but... it she she learns all right so in this one she learns how to make uh this jet that she's in with this other guy she learns how to make it invisible then after that is when she then teaches herself how to fly but no no other person from the island that she's from can fly that's that's where, like the inconsistency that's that's an issue that's like okay i get that because I, I just think that's a waste of everyone's time it's like what the fuck was the point of this also i don't know let's let's leave the invisible jet in the 60s because it's the dumbest oh no definitely definitely i'm I've, yeah, i'm not attached to that thing let's let's leave i i just say let let's let wonder woman fly just it's fine it's fine just let her fly yeah, definitely you can definitely come up with some better shit than an invisible jet as to why Wonder Woman can fly. But you know, it's a crazy thing. You know, you want to know how she learned how to fly? How she with her to fly? with her lasso, she would she would lasso air. All right, like what? Do oh. you, I, I'm sure. Listen, I don't read. I don't read all the comic books. Uh, it's been a long time since I've read comic books. Now, actually, at this point in my life, maybe there's a comic book where she lassos air, and that's how she flies. I don't know. But all I know is you're introducing 
all these different new elements in a what I don't even know if it was two hours. Uh, let's say a two hour movie, and you're you're introducing classic elements and then just making new shit up, and it just doesn't vibe. It doesn't not go well together. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, like I was saying before, I'm kind of burnt out on the superhero movies, and this just isn't one of those instances where I'm like, oh, everyone likes it, so I don't like it. I just like no. I just want something fresh. I just want something fresh. That's all it is. I just can't. I can't do it anymore. I need some fresh ideas. Well, when you've been around as long as we have, and you've seen DC remake every superhero that they have, it kind of just gets repetitive and boring. Which is a shame because they used to make great animated movies. Oh no, for sure. They, they, used, they used to have the best animated movies, but. Yeah, I'm just like, especially yeah. I, I just I think people take all this shit too seriously. Like, uh, like okay, that word. You know what? You know what word I hate? What? Fandom. <laughs> if if I meet a person and one of their one of the descriptors they use as like a a personality trait is I'm part of insert whatever here fandom yeah we're not fucking friends and we can never be friends <laughs> oh I'm, I'm i'm part of the marvel fan fuck you <laughs> just you, you, like that's how that's how you know it's someone who jumped on the bandwagon after all the movies no i'm not even like trying to gatekeep because i got like everybody hey hey if you want to get into comic hey fuck go for it yeah go for it but this whole oh, idea sure. This whole idea that you can like that's like that's your person like uh, at least I, and and uh, this is a very like like sweeping generalization I'm making here and I'm sure there are plenty of normal people in fandoms or maybe I'm right who knows but um, know. like it's it's like usually like they're using it to replace their lack of a personality <laughs> kind of like they. They make it into part of their personality, which is what like will will kill it for some people because there's some people who are just like like really hardcore DC, really hardcore Marvel, or whatever it may be, and then they like they like push their their views like so hard on you, like like dude, this like this isn't politics. I mean, even if it were politics, fuck you. I don't want your politics pushed on me either way. But it's just like. Like, some people are just, like, too hardcore with it, is basically what I'm trying to get at. And it's if I, if I wanted somebody to push their fucking fairy tale down my throat, I'll go to church. Thank you very much. But, um... <laughs> but, um... But, no, it's just, like... Because, like, you, you definitely see an anime. Now, now. Because, like, my, my younger cousin watches anime. Awesome. And okay. I would consider him part of his fandom thing, but it's like I see him. I'm like, it's so easy to watch it now. Oh yeah, it's everywhere now. So like, well, I w- when I was a kid, like if you weren't staying up till two in the morning to watch Toonami, you weren't fucking watching anime. Literally, Toonami, Adult Swim. But like, but now since it's so widespread, like I I don't know. I just think people take this shit way too seriously. Like, go outside. <laughs> Go the fuck outside, man. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm a big fan of like the whole Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z stuff, and like Legend of Zelda and all that. But not gonna fucking make it part of my identity. Like, and I, I got no problem with people who love like this shit. Like, like I said, I'm burnt out of superhero stuff. But if that's your 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 bag, hey, awesome. Actually, case in point, Juan, you love Zelda. I strongly dislike those games. <laughs> I think they're but, really good. I don't know. But, I but like hey, the puzzle aspect, you know? But so. hey, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it don't hurt me <laughs> that you like them. Well, that's like, I like like going back to Mortal Kombat. I, I like Mortal Kombat. I, I don't play any of the games. I like, I have played them. I have owned maybe two or three of them. But I'm just not. I I would enjoy probably the movies more than I would the games. I'll tell you that. Like even I if love, the movies are shitty. I love those two Mortal Kombat movies from the nineties that like 
as movies, they're really bad, but they're fun. No, yeah, yeah, I liked them. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's I think it, a lot of it though comes down to like again that this that's not that's the fandoms and that whole Snyder Cut thing. Like I said, I think Snyder Cut thing is the worst thing to happen to cinema or in or media engagement in a long time. Yeah, the Snyder Cut thing kind of made no sense. Like you, yeah, like and again, did, I didn't even watch the Snyder Cut because you know what, I have a fucking life. I don't have four hours to watch a fucking shitty superhero movie. Well, they apparently they didn't even really change all that much. Like they changed like a couple scenes, and then basically, basically they changed like the color grading, and they made a lot of scenes just darker. Yeah, no, fuck that. Okay, I, I I feel bad for, like, the circumstances that led to what happened to Zack Snyder during the filming of that movie. Mm-hmm. With his, his daughter dying or something. That's terrible. You know, don't want anybody oh. to die. I had no but, idea about any of that. Yeah, but, like, Zack Snyder's not a good director. Whoa. No, I don't give a fuck. He's not. I've watched a lot of movies. Yeah, a good director. He's like a, he's like a, maybe a notch above Michael Bay. Three hundred was good. He directed that. Watchmen was good. Watchmen's okay. As uh, I, I, now I've read the Watchmen. The Watchmen's okay. Dawn of the it's Dead. Okay. Dawn, he did that too. I like that one. It's not as good as the original. The original was uh, yeah, oh, the original, the original Dawn, was Dawn, right, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, I I, I did see that one. He uh, kind of directed some weird stuff. Like, nah, dude, these superhero movies, they don't do it for me. Don't do it for me. And then just like, it's like, it's like, it's okay for something to be bad and you enjoy it. It's okay to enjoy bad shit. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that's love, my problem with the Snyder stuff. Cut. Like, this is a, he gets a fucking do over. Like, no, just accept that, like, I, I'm sorry if the studio fucked with your editing, but them not fucking with it, it's still a bad movie. Just fucking move on, champ. Yeah. Like, it's, and if you like it, if you liked it, hey, good for you. Good, good on you. You know what's saying, funny? Like, you don't have to fight, you don't have to defend everything to the death. Some stuff is just shit, and it's okay to like shit sometimes. I have, I like lots of terrible things. Oh, yeah. But you know, you know what's funny is um, I watched uh, that Justice League movie, right? And I don't know if it like how long later, but a while later after watching it, I completely forgot I watched it, and I was like, "Did I watch this?" And that's how you know I did not like this movie if I cannot remember watching it. And I watched the trailer before renting it again, and I watched the trailer, and I was like, "No, nah, I definitely didn't see this. I remember that." That part looks kind of good. And then I'm sitting there watching the movie, and it just hits me, and I'm like, oh my god, this movie's horrible, and I already watched this. It was so that bad, shit. I couldn't remember it. And that's it's the good. worst when that happens to you. Since I'm, gonna, since I'm just, I'm, I'm already riffing on superhero movies. You know what else <laughs> I hate? I hate after credit scenes. Oh, like what every Marvel movie does now? Yeah, because I watched Godzilla vs. King Kong. I really liked oh. Godzilla vs. King Kong. But I love, I love every Godzilla. <laughs> no, they're all good, especially the old, old ones. Yeah, I would say really good. There are some fucking stinkers in there, but I still love them. Nah, nah <laughs> I still think they're good. There's some, there's some shit in there, and I still love it. But like, I, all I saw on like fucking like you get on Twitter and everyone's like. There was no post credit scene in Godzilla versus King Kong. Like, why? Why yeah, do you why? need that? Just leave it. Leave it be. It's done. It's over. Fucking move why, on. Why like, do you expect that? It's not a. It's not like a series like it used to be. It's just they're all these new ones are their own standalone thing. Move on with your life, IGN. You pieces of shit. My God. I'm hoping. I'm hoping one day our podcast gets big, so I can. So when I do talk shit reference about IGN, back to, <laughs> they, they, they get back. It gets back to them. Yes, sir. I mean, I could just email this to him. It gets back. To him. But uh, we're not we're not important enough for them to give a fuck about it. You know how much yeah. email fucks probably get? A lot. <laughs> Alright, I'm just saying. But I'm just saying. Know. I wanna be a, a a known enough entity where they have to confront me. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about their fucking bullshit that website produces. 
they're part of the fandom problem, 100%. <laughs> yes, sir. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's just because, like, because I, because it's uh, like, it's definitely like fandom thing. It's like a big thing, and like, I feel like in Dragon Ball, and I'm just like, dude, it's a fucking cartoon about muscle bound roid freaks screaming at each other. It ain't no need to get hot about it. Yeah, pretty much. Even if somebody says something that you don't like about it, it's not going to change your what you like. You're going to keep doing it. <laughs> oh shit. This episode was so short. I think we talked more about Mortal Kombat than the episode. Yeah, I just I just want to know if you saw it and what your opinion on nah. it. I, I still feel like I'm going to watch it just because I do love Mortal Kombat. And honestly, I'll definitely check it out. Honestly, I might, like, I haven't heard anything bad about it. I, I heard it's okay. I was just upset that Johnny Cage wasn't in it. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's kind of bad. Metacritic gave it a 44%. I don't give what? a fuck what Metacritic has to say about it. Rotten right. Tomatoes, 55%. No, and... Metacritic, Metacritic shit on the original two Mortal Kombat movies, and I love those. So I don't give a fuck what Metacritic has to say. <laughs> well, and your favorite, IMDb, gave it a 6.3 out of 10. I like IMDb. Not for the reviews, but I like how easy it is to access information on there. Oh, yeah. But, um, like, write information about dates of when shows air and when they don't air, unlike fucking Dragon Ball Z Wikipedia. It's a fandom Wikipedia. A fucking course it is, because it's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> Their existence is wrong. <laughs> it's some sort of, like, you can't just like things anymore. It's some weird perversion of liking something. But, uh... It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'll, still, I'll probably, still, probably watch that Mortal Kombat movie. I'm just upset that Johnny Cage wasn't in it. Yeah, I'll see it. Uh, I don't know if I'll go to the theaters. I would love to go to the theaters and see it, but I'll most likely end up renting it. And oh, see no, 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 no. But, uh, yeah, that's all, that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm all, I'm all fucking tapped out. <laughs>